Hi, and welcome back to Stories of the Prophet series, and we're moving on to Prophet Yunus alayhi salam. Okay, so seasons came and went, and again the memory of Allah faded from the hearts and minds of humankind. Communities lapsed to their old traditions of their forefathers and became disbelievers and idol worshippers. Against this backdrop, a messenger was sent to the community of disbelievers. However, this is a unique story which had never occurred before or since. Allah chastised this particular messenger with a curious punishment which is stranger than fiction. Yunus ibn Mat'ar, or Jonah in English, preached to a community in Iraq which scholars identify as the town of Niniwe. According to the Quran, it had a population of around 100,000 people. It is said, and we sent him to his people of 100,000 or more. Yunus was a direct descendant of Yaqub and was also referred to in the Quran by the name of Dhanun. His people were idolaters and led decadent and shameless lives. As with his brothers and prophethood before him, Yunus attempted to instill monotheistic belief and to promote good behavior. He was met with resistance and received similar reactions and accusations as that of the previous messengers and prophets. He preached day and night, but to no avail. The community clung on to their lifestyles. They resisted the path of the truth and the efforts of Yunus bore little fruit. As time dragged on, Yunus became discouraged and enraged by the dismal results. All prophets and messengers are granted one supplications of their choice, which Allah will fulfill. And when Yunus finally had had enough of his community, he prayed for their destruction and warned them of the impending torture of Allah. However, Yunus made one error in judgment, for which he later paid a heavy personal price. He took it upon himself to leave the town in anger without waiting for Allah's command. He assumed that the townspeople were beyond salvation and thus abandoned them to face Allah's retribution. In doing so, he incurred Allah's displeasure. This may have seemed like a like innocuous oversight for most of us, but it was a terrible mistake for a man of Yunus stature. Unlike ordinary human beings, prophets and messengers are compelled to display the highest possible levels of human piety and obedience to Allah. Therefore, whenever prophets and messengers disobeyed, their mistakes were amplified and their and their punishment was swift and often severe. Accounts of the previous prophets and messengers had a common thread, which was that only a handful of people followed the teachings of the messengers sent to their midst, while the rest of them were destroyed by some catastrophe or the other. In this case, however, something peculiar occurred. Allah sowed into their hearts of the disbelievers the fear of him. The abrupt departure of Yunus made his community realize that it was a portent of their own doom. Suddenly, every man, woman and child understood the gravity of their actions and became regretful of their treatment of their messenger. Discarding their normal clothing, they donned hair cloths as part of their repentance, went outside the valley and unanimously prayed, beseeched and begged Allah for mercy and forgiveness. This was a momentous occasion and must have been extremely moving to watch, for never before had the hearts of a people collectively become united in such penitence. This in itself was a trial and lesson for Yunus al-Islam for having left them before his mission had been completed. 
Allah demonstrated that while all efforts may have been made by Yunus Islam, it was ultimately Allah who could open the hearts of the people to his guidance with or without the intervention of a messenger. Hence, upon these down people, Allah bestowed his mercy and removed the punishment that was to have befallen them. Allah said, Then has there not been a single city that believed so its faith benefited it except the people of Yunus? When they believe, were removed from the punishment of disgrace in this worldly life and gave them enjoyment for a time. This turning of hearts was unprecedented in human history and is the only incident of its kind ever reported. Meanwhile, Yunus al-Islam boarded a ship in order to leave his community far behind. Some reports mention that the ship was already loaded to capacity, but the passengers, recognizing the marks of piety on him, persuaded the captain to squeeze Yunus al-Islam in. They set sail peacefully. However, a storm suddenly erupted and the sea became choppy. Wave after wave of salt water crashed in upon them. One pious person on the ship mentioned that this was not an ordinary storm for its sudden manifestation and ferocity was abnormal. According to the traditions of the time, this was an indication that the ship carried a sinner in their midst. There was an extra passenger who was not meant to be there. The ship was tossed around the open waters and the force of pounding waves was threatening to break the hull down with them. The passengers unloaded all the excess cargo, but this was not sufficient for the ship to stay afloat. It was apparent that this condition no longer had any connection to the weight on board, but something more ominous. The only solution was to throw the sinning passenger overboard, but which one was he? The passengers and crew consulted with each other and decided to draw lots to decide the matter. The first round was against Yunus al-Islam. Given his appearance of piety, the passengers thought there was a mistake, so they drew lots a second time. Again, the odds were against him. This process is, was repeated a third time, but Yunus al-Islam was still the clear loser. Yunus al-Islam understood that this was the decree of Allah, and indeed Yunus was among the messengers when he ran away to the laden ship and he drew lots and was among the losers. He was thrown into the churning waters, Anyone who has been caught in a rough sea will know the feeling of helplessness when tossed about by huge waves with limited mobility and even ability to see and breathe. Violent waves can bring disorientation and seasickness. Powerful currents can jettison one uncontrollably off course, and the cold water can cause hypothermia and the cramping of muscles. One can drown in minutes, even with a life jacket and swimming experience. Now a bizarre sequence of events unfolded. At the command of Allah, a huge whale came and swallowed him. It said in Quran, Then the fish swallowed him while he was blameworthy. Miraculously, Yunus al-Islam was not pulverized, but remained whole. For the whale was not allowed by Allah to scratch his flesh or even break his bones. When he came to, he realized that he was still intact and alive. He fell in prostration and said, Oh my Lord, I have made a place of prayer where nobody else has even worshipped you. Thus began the oddest aquatic journey in mankind's history. The whale descended into the depth of the sea. Imprisoned in its belly, Yunus al-Islam could hear voices, which Allah revealed to him was the sound of marine life, and even the pebbles at the base of the sea glorifying him, glorifying Allah. Yunus al-Islam was immersed in layer upon layer of suffocating darkness, that of the belly of the whale, the darkness of the sea and the darkness of the night. One can only imagine the nauseating stench Yusuf al-Islam had to bear with every breath he drew within the confines of the whale's digestive cavity. 
Allah only knows whether and what he ate and drank during this time. But what could he have done? Even if he escaped from the whale, he would have drowned immediately. Visualize yourself where any screams for help would be entombed into eternal silence by the currents of the deep. Even with all the modern technology, submarines and tracking equipment available today, rescue under such conditions could be impossible. How does a normal person hold on to life, hope and sanity under such surreal and terrifying circumstances? Yet, such was the metal and faith of Yusuf One of his distinct qualities was that he used to make copious amounts of tasbih to Allah. He realized that he had erred and in doing so had provoked the anger of Allah. Therefore, he made the famous supplication of La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-thalimeen. Allah says and mentioned the man of the fish when he went off in anger and thought that we would not decree anything upon him and he called out within the darkness, There is no deity except you. Exalted are you. Indeed, I have been of the wrongdoers. Yunus al-Islam repeated his humble supplication countless times over the course of the next three days and nights and repented for his disobedience. According to Hadith, if one makes the supplication to Allah, he will accept the prayer and if one asks him with that name, he will grant the supplication. It is noted that there is no name of Allah mentioned in the supplication but rather it is contained in the all-encompassing word, you. A concise description which has broad implications denoting the omnipotence of Allah to the negation of all else. It is also reported in a separate hadith that no Muslim will make any supplication with this supplication without any topic, but that Allah will accept it from him. So Allah accepted the supplication of Yunus alayhi salam. The Quran says, And had he not been of those who exalted Allah, he would have remained inside its belly until the day we were resurrected. It is postulated that had Yunus al-Islam not glorified Allah and confessed his sins with repentance, he would have stayed in the belly of the whale until the day of judgment and would have been resurrected from there. Allah is ever merciful and pardoned him. So we responded to him and saved him from the distress and thus do we save the believers. Note the criteria that only believers will be saved in this world and the hereafter. Thus forgiven, Yunus al-Islam was reinstated into the ranks of the righteous. Allah also released Yunus al-Islam from his underwater prison, but we threw him into the open shore while he was ill, and we caused to grow over him a gourd wine. By the command of Allah, the whale regurgitated Yunus al-Islam and unceremoniously dumped him into the beach. Weakened in agony, with his skin eroded from the digestive acids of the whale's belly, Allah allowed Yusuf al-Islam's rehabilitation to begin. A gourd wine, which uh, which, whose leaves are soft to the touch and possessed medicinal qualities wrapped him protectively provided cool and shade and healed him Abu Huraira reported that wild goats were brought to him from which he drank their milk and slowly regained his health it is reported that his community flourished and remained believers until once again through the passage of time corruption set in and detracted in the following generations from the belief in Allah of Yunus al-Islam, it is reported that the Prophet said, Nobody should give me preference over Yunus ibn Mat'a. And this is said in Sahih al-Bukhari. So, what are the lessons we have learned? When Prophet Muhammad was born, it is reported that Shaitan howled in despair. A messenger that had been born to lead 
his people to paradise because his nation was to be entrusted as the continuing messengers of Islam until the end of time. It is the honor and responsibility bestowed upon all Muslims, yet we take this duty lightly and even reject this gift. We should be working for Allah and remember the reward that Allah is giving us. The anticipation of Allah's pleasure should override all our personal desires. Okay, we also learn the power of zikr and dua. The famous dua of Yunus alayhi salam has already been discussed. However, as etiquette, we cannot make this prayer and demand immediate results from Allah in the manner we want. Rather, we have to be patient and wait for the reward from Allah. Unfortunately, human beings have the tendency to follow their own desires even when it comes to making supplications. It is said that the reason Allah accepted the dua of Yunus was because he was constantly engaged in zikr day and night, which is a hint to us on increasing the effectiveness of our dua. And calamities and trials do not mean one is a sinner. On the con- contrary, they can elevate us. Calamities teach sincerity, manner, and patience. Underlying all this, one has to remember that the one, only one who can lift such calamity is Allah. He can rescue us from every situation and every impossible circumstance, no matter how tightly we have been backed into a corner. The same way that we should never underestimate the power of Allah to place us in surprising and unpleasant conditions, we should not underestimate His ability to grant us relief. And with these words, Prophet Yunus Salam's story ends here. And I will meet you back with the next Prophet. Take care and bye.